0: Yeah, look, I think it is amazing to practice the art of creating sinking funds. Mm. Uh, um, Or, you know, if that term seems quite technical for you, the easiest way to just understand it is start creating these pots, these savings pots that you can place money into over a period of time. So uh, the platform that I use,
1: Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax,
0: how are you? Yes, yes Peter, I'm doing very well. Um, at the point of shooting this podcast, uh, the clock just went forward, so it's getting darker earlier um, and it's pretty cold here in the UK. Um, in fact, I am just recovering from a lingering cough, uh, which I'm sure would not have uh, effect this
1: episode so let's let's go now hopefully you get better soon man it is that sort of season at the moment and you know as you said it's starting to get dark early around 4 5 p.m but it's a reminder as we go into these uh colder months towards the end of the calendar year about a particular season coming our way which is what this episode is going to be focusing on but before we do we do touch on that just a warm welcome and a shout out to all of our listeners wherever you are in the world and we appreciate you. We see you. We recognise you. Um, yeah, I'm just yeah, very grateful for your ongoing support. But now, Jax, it's going to be a quick episode. As I said, um, it is getting towards the end of the calendar year and a particular season is coming up, which is quite relevant for all things relating to personal finance. <laughs> um, and that season, of course, is whatever you want to call it. Christmas, festive season, whatever you want to call it. But it's around the corner, Jax.
0: Yeah, Christmas is literally around the corner and I think that's amazing. I can't believe it's literally around the corner because it feels as if last Christmas was not too far long ago. So yeah, it's exciting times. You know, the, the festivities and the food. Obviously, I'm a big foodie, so I'm looking forward to the food. And of course, I'm very much looking forward to all the gifts that I will be receiving and of course giving too.
1: Love it, love it, love it. And you know, we've we've done a couple of episodes around Christmas as well, and just preparing for Christmas. So we're not gonna dwell too long, but it's more of a I guess a reminder that is there's still plenty of time to prepare as well for Christmas uh 2023 um and beyond as well. But Jax, I guess you know first of all actually just as a reminder why is it so important that we actually get in quite early I mean it's by the time our listeners hear this it will be early November like first week of November so Um, some may say um, we could have done this even a bit earlier but um, than that but why is it important to start thinking about things like Christmas even if you're not that big on you know Christmas and obviously everyone has their own
0: things that they do around Christmas yeah well firstly I'm very big on Christmas (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I mean I think Twofold. I think two things come to mind. I think firstly, uh, of course, Christmas is, is a period where we gift, uh, so we give things out, and often those gifts require <laughs> funding. Um, so we require a spend. It's a spend. We need to spend some money on actually giving these gifts to um, our loved ones, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it is a cost that comes around every single year um, that we need to factor into our personal finances. But to take things further, it's one of those costs um, that come at a time where most of us who are uh, maybe working corporate or have a have a job, chances are the pay that we would have got in November and December will have to then stretch very far into the next year because January is one of those months that are very, very long and often actually, um, here in the UK, anyway, we often get um an earlier pay in in De- in December for for Christmas, and that of course has to stretch onto the end of January. So I think it's extremely important, just like any expense that we we you know have to um cover, that we actually plan towards it so that it doesn't come as a surprise to us, and it doesn't actually stress our finances out.
1: Yeah, man. And I think, you know, uh, Christmas is one of those strange ones where, you know, if you're not very disciplined, it's quite hard to stick to a budget because so many things is happening at once. One, you're blessing others, right? Um, and sometimes you might forget who you're going to bless or someone might come out of the blue and say, like, oh, I forgot to about them. Let me add them to the list. Then the other angle is that, um, you know, businesses that are selling gifts, supermarkets or stores, all of that stuff. You know they're gonna be creating all sorts of last-minute deals and stuff. Then it can get you thinking, oh, let me get that extra one because it's cheaper. But deep down, you're stretching your budget. So it's all so much crazy things can happen around this time as well.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know about you, Peter. For me, it's all of the lights. You know, Listen, when you, yeah. are, <laughs> you know, here in London, whether it's West London or Central London or anywhere in the city, it's all very well decorated. And just mm. going outside, going for a walk, or going shopping. Uh, with the you know the, the right mindset to buy gifts for your loved ones, you can be very very influenced to you know spend a bit more than you actually wanted to do because you just feel great, and you feel good, and mm-hmm. like you said, Peter, there's so many you know so-called deals. That's why I call them so-called deals that will be out there saying, "Hey, this is a Christmas uh you know sale, and and so you know you should buy this or get two for the price of one, etc. Cetera, etc." Cetera. But again, it's really important that we understand uh, what these uh, purchases we're about to make, or you know how those things will impact our personal finances, and whether we're still able to uh, keep to uh, our financial plan, etc.
1: Hmm. Let's talk a bit about just to so remind our listeners how one can go about preparing for the next few weeks, and even we'll end um, at the end. We'll talk a bit about how we can start preparing for Christmas twenty twenty four. But before we do that, Jax. How do you handle, I guess, some of the uh, pressures around um, this particular season? You know, obviously, different groups of people, different parts of your circle might have different expectations than yes. you in terms of what they're expecting to receive, if anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the key thing is to manage expectations as well, um, personally, anyway, so... Look, um, especially over the past couple of Christmases that I've gone by, the past couple of years have been very high spend years for me um, because obviously two huge events have happened in my life, right? So things like, you know, getting married and, and that kind of stuff, and also becoming a homeowner and buying a the property, these have been uh, quite plusly events. So those have had allowed me to manage expectations better because it's quite obvious. But now that I've been married for a year, um, I don't necessarily have those excuses anymore. No excuse. That's what they'll say, right? That's what people <laughs> think. Uh, so, but, but I do think it's important to have conversations about money. Uh, and actually, not long ago, I was having a conversation with my siblings and, and just letting them know that, look, Christmas is one of those periods where of course, you want a gift to your loved ones, but the price of the gift does not determine the value of the gift. Mm. And I think that's extremely important. And I was that's using that example. Man. Yeah. And, and this is not one of those things where I'm just saying it for the sake of saying it. I'm actually being brutally honest in saying that actually, the past uh, few presents that I've received have not been of the highest monetary value, but have been extremely valuable to me, right? Because the things that I, that I was actually given well, things I can actually use throughout the year. For example, my uh, my sister bought me a scarf a couple of Christmases ago, and I'm still using it up to today. And I, it just came out yesterday, right? Because it's getting colder, et cetera, et cetera. And, and that's valuable to me, even though the scarf, the scarf may have cost maybe like 10 or 15 quid um, or pounds. Sorry, let me use the right terminology, pounds. So I think it's it's about managing expectations, It's about um, you know, having conversations early sometimes. Um, and, if, and if someone doesn't appreciate your present, the problem is mostly them and, and not you. Um, but prior to that as well, I think our listeners probably know what I'm going to say, uh, which is, you know, uh, at the heart of all good financial planning is to have a spending plan or another word that some people don't like. It's called a budget. <laughs> <laughs> so you really have to look within your finances and have an allocation towards gifts um and to be as uh strict with that allocation as possible of course you can be flexible but you don't want to be too flexible you want to keep to that spending plan as much as possible
1: no that's um I love that as well and um it, it, it yeah no I, I definitely agree as well I mean obviously when it comes to that budget as well really understanding you know what you're gonna spend your money on, who you can afford to to even you know bless uh, this year as well, or somehow if you list out your people and, and then work around that, that's usually really good. But I yeah. think yeah, just being really really realistic, man, because as you said, um, usually a particular here in the UK. You get paid a bit earlier, and <clears throat> you're literally gonna have to survive on about six weeks of your pay rather than usually four weeks. So this yeah. is very important you're realistic with that budget as well, man.
0: And, and I think, look, uh prevention is better than a cure. Mm. <laughs> prevention is better than a cure. Um, what I mean by that, people are thinking, what, what does he mean? Um, you don't actually have to wait on to a few days before Christmas before you mm. go for Christmas shopping, mm. which is End what the I have episode <laughs> You know, which is what I, I had been guilty of in previous years. You know, where I wait for the last minute and then you're, you know, you're looking online and you're hoping as if you're gonna come on time. <laughs> you know, you're going out in hustle and bustle. You're bumping into people because the shopper centers are so jammed. Um but look, this episode's coming out in the first week of uh November. That means you've still got at least at least what six seven eight weeks mm. right until Christmas. You can actually start buying your gifts now. Mm. You can start buying the gifts now um, and accumulating it over the several weeks. Several weeks. It could be one gift a week for someone that that's close to you. So you. Don't, I think that's one of the key things. You know, of course, I think people will probably know that. You know, in, in previous episodes we've spoken about you know planning for Christmas throughout the year. You know, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But if you haven't done that, and you're listening to this episode, and you've still got seven weeks to go, then understand that you can actually start buying the gifts now, right? And the earlier you start, the the better it is, because you may find those deals, you might find a deal that actually makes sense. And you can take advantage of it, or you can wait until mm. closer to the time. So the, the earlier you start, the better, I think. Hmm.
1: Love it, love it, love it. Um, having that good budget, man, is so key. Anything else one could be doing around this time in terms of preparing for the
0: inevitable? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go back to managing expectations. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I th- I think you know having those conversations about money generally is is a good thing to do. I think mm. you know whether it's with your family members, whether it's your friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, It's it's good to just get them into the ideology that Christmas is not all about spending a lot of money, Hmm. you know, Um, and that's something I have been quite intentional about, you know, because historically, I did spend quite a bit of money, Peter, Mm, mm. you know, the things that I would buy someone for Christmas, really, truly now, I want to buy it for their birthday. Mm, mm, mm. it's almost like I was treating Christmas like it was someone's birthday I mean it's mm, mm. I don't know Jesus saved his birthday but I was treating as if it was mm. the people on gifted his birthday but actually it's Christmas it's, it's, and I think for Christmas it's all about the gesture <laughs> it's about the, the giving or you know or the art of giving rather than saying hey look I've just spent 200 quid on this mm. uh, I don't know very expensive fragrance for you I mean yes if you've got it like that then you can you know, no one's stopping you from spending your own money but you don't have to break the bank in order to show someone love during a period of Christmas. And I think that's really important to, to get everyone on board of that. You know, and that's something I'm, I'm doing already. I think my family members all understand that right now. That look, I'd rather i rather spend uh 30, 40, 50 quid or something nice for you than the hundred pounds that I used to spend that, you know, after a few beats you come and find the same thing again.
1: And it's that that hundred or whatever pounds. Would probably affect you, the person that's trying to show love, more so than ever.
0: Oh, absolutely. Doing I always say on multiple occasions for everyone. Oh, I always say one of the things that is difficult is sometimes people do not appreciate <laughs> what you're giving them up to the level of your sacrifice. And what mm. I mean by that is that £100 that you're spending may be a stretch for you, mm. right? The weight attached to that, let's call it a number, like the weight attached to that is, let's say, 20, mm. right? The person may appreciate it, but the way the the weight that the weight that attached to the appreciation might only be five
1: or two <laughs> <laughs> because they've received loads of because it. Because <laughs> they receive loads,
0: and, it, and it's an expectation, mm. right? So, so, and, and I don't think that's actually a fair way to go, and that's how people long term end up building resentment, etc. Yeah, yeah. So. I think it's important to really look at the gifts for me anyway I look at the gifts that I'm getting and I make sure that this gift that I'm getting to this person has been a well thought through gift mm. that I know will actually really value, you know, will bring value to the person I'm giving it to mm.
1: um, and that
0: person will actually value it for what it is mm. rather than its monetary value.
1: Love that. Love that, man. I think that's so, so important. Hopefully, encouragement for our listeners, man. You do not need to go and spend super big. Um, It's about the value of whatever you decide to get. That's even if you buy it, you can you can do other things, right? There's other creative things you can do than buying gifts as well, but whatever works for you. So no, I really like that, man. And it's important that you hold that in. And the important thing around that is the stuff that you do before in terms of what we always talk about in the World Finance podcast having those conversations with those people around you, family members, friends. So when it comes to times like this, it's a norm when you're giving and receiving gifts of, you know, uh, not super expensive, if that's the way you want to go as well. So I think those conversations are so key to be having beforehand.
0: Yeah. And I think you've mentioned something that I find very fascinating and interesting. Um, And I've just had a thought that actually on a personal level, I would much appreciate someone give me, let's say, a handmade scarf, mm. right? That they've made it themselves, mm. right? So the ingredients might be very cheap, but they've spent some time and a love lot of time, yeah. yeah, yeah, actually making this thing. I would much more appreciate that. That's something that might cost a hundred quid. Mm. I keep saying quid, a no, hundred pounds, yeah. So, and I think that's that. Those are the kind of, as you say, the kind of conversations that we should be having. And and, and my true things, I truly believe that's what Christmas is actually about mm. uh, rather than just buying stuff for people because it's time to spend money
1: and people like mm. to spend money yeah um and i mean we've all felt victim to it during this time where we spend more than we want also because we want to you know either please others impress others all of that so all we we attach that to you know the price of something we attach it to the value of love to others and i don't really think that's you know Right, but each of their own. Um, so we can each fall into that that way of thinking, oh, if I spend three thousand pounds, it means I love this person just as much and or more than if I spend a hundred pounds, for example. Um obviously every situation is personal to the person you're giving to and all that stuff, but I think it's important that we really shift our mindsets um to what this is about as well.
0: Yeah. I think you know the conversation is much bigger than just uh Christmas gifts. I think it comes down to just um, self-worth um mm. and how we even understand money um, mm. and what money actually is mm. so it's probably a bigger conversation and we probably need to do an episode on kind of the spiritual side of money mm-hmm. um and the emotional psychological side of money and what it actually means for us because <laughs> in no way uh should we be spending money just so we are accepted by someone else or loved <laughs> by someone else um that's not true love for um, real, in for my, real in my opinion yeah
1: no for real for real and also on the other side of things although we like we like, you know, um when we do give to others, you know, we we expect, we would welcome gratitude and thanks as well. But, you know, the source of our, our giving shouldn't be so we can receive something from them, if that makes sense. So OK, so you mean should, that, you
0: know, I'm, I'm giving, I'm, I'm buying something just because I want you to kind of like say thank you and and, and receive me is that, is that what
1: you're saying yeah or and, and even go beyond thank you you know sometimes people are like oh you know this person I've I've done this for them I've done that for them and they haven't done no- nothing or anything like that although yes that's a fair observation but we should not be giving things to people for the for an underlying purpose of expecting something back from them oh, and yes, I think yes, as yes. humans again that's something we can fall into as well
0: and that's that's what causes the resentment, right? Mm. Yeah, long-term, you know, you just want you just expect something back, kind of thing. But giving generally, the art of giving should be something that we do have the generosity of our hearts mm. rather than you know for, for approval or, 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 or something like that. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Um, no man, um, and, and we didn't want to spend too long on this episode because you know, obviously, Christmas is just a season throughout the year, but we also recognize that. It is something that can affect people's um finances um during the year as well. So we did want to touch on that, but it's part of a bigger wide a wider range of things in terms of spending and our money habits as well. So we did we did just want to touch a bit on it, but didn't want to spend too long on it. But I just want to see if you had any final points before I ask that final question about the future.
0: Yeah. So I think look. Um... When we talk about spending money, I think it's important to understand why we spend money. Um, And again, we'll probably spend another episode talking about what it means to spend money um, and how we can do it with a level of intentionality. Um, But like you said, this episode was a very quick one. Uh, Christmas is around the corner. And I think one thing I would say to our guests and our lovely podcast speakers is if you want to, you know, give us give us a gift, <laughs> give the work finance a gift. Uh, you could do so by just sharing our message with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, in my opinion, that's a gift for them, right? Just sharing the conversations, keeping the conversations going. We started work finance because uh, myself and Peter, we we didn't have the conversations about money at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never taught it in uh, in our homes, uh in our schools or in our communities. And we have to go on our own personal finance journey um, in our mid-20s um, to actually learn what money actually is and how to, you know, have a healthy relationship with money uh, and how to become successful and triumphant with money and have mm-hmm. joy with money. And I think that those are the things we cover on this podcast. And I think if you share our podcast with your loved ones, is a great way for them to join in the conversation and you guys keep the conversation going. We're just mm-hmm. here to in to ignite the fire. Um it's up to you guys to keep the conversation going and uh, let us know of, of your ideas and, and what you think about what we're saying. And you know if you have any experiences around Christmas um gifting, we would like to know. And if you want to share some of your you know experiences with gifting and that kind of stuff you can email it to us at info at uk. I'll we'll be more than happy to share it. Of course, you will be kept anonymous.
1: come on come on, come on, man, please do. um now, yeah, I, I like that Jax man. We really do appreciate it when people keep the conversation going whether we know it or not. um but it's yeah, so it's a great thing to just keep it going as well, man. so appreciate that um reminder Jax. um before I ask you the final question, I'm just gonna give a shout out to where we're getting listeners from from a place where we've not heard um or sh- giving a shout out to sorry and this place is called Nitra which is a city in Slovakia
0: oh wow we we get some really really uh, interesting cities and, and towns that I have never heard of <laughs> right it, it just shows how untroubled I am even though I have traveled to about 20 countries we need to travel even more Um, Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Woke Finance Podcast. You are here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. Mm -hmm. On this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance-related. If you want to know more about what we do, because Woke Finance is more than just a podcast, we serve here in the community in the UK, head over to www.wokefinance.co.uk. That's www.wokefinance.co.uk. And if you want to engage with us on social media, we are predominantly on two platforms. The first platform is Instagram. Again, that'll be at woke finance team. That's at woke finance team. And we're also on LinkedIn. Um, so if you just search for Woke Finance Team, you'll catch myself and Peter there. And you'll be kept up to date with all the things that we are doing in the communities in the UK and of course across the world as well. Come on, come on, come
1: on. Shout out to our listeners over there in uh slovakia man we appreciate you and also for all of our listeners all over the world now jacks for the listeners are saying okay thanks for this episode um thanks i'm reminded about christmas around the corner I'm gonna get preparing for that um with the time that they have which is only about six or seven weeks what about 2024 what can one be doing from even now or first thing in the new year
0: yeah look i think it is amazing to practice the art of creating sinking funds. Mm. Uh, um, Or, you know, if that term seems quite technical for you, the easiest way to just understand it is start creating these pots, these savings pots that you can place money into over a period of time. So uh, the platform that I use for my sinking funds is uh, Monzo. And that's not an advert or anything like that, but it's the platform that I use and What I like about Monzo is you can create a whole wide range of different pots, many, many different pots. Um, Some of the pots I have, of course, is Christmas because Christmas comes every year and the same date, the 25th of December. So I've got a Christmas pot. I've got my wife's birthday pot. um, I've got pots for holidays and holiday spends. And the great thing I like about these different pots and what makes it exciting for me is on Monzo, you can even, uh, you know, Uh, select a theme picture right so if you look at my monzo app i've got pictures of uh, a christmas tree for christmas i've got a picture of my beautiful wife for for her birthday i've got a picture of um, something that uh, represents the country i'm probably visiting that that year so for example last year i had a picture of the acropolis for greece because i went to athens Um, and and that helps me over a long period of time to save into these pots place money into these pots, and once you place money into these pots, the apps that you're using don't actually add that to your money right mm-hmm. in the sense that it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's part of your savings pot or just your your current account it is just set in, it's just sitting it's just sitting a different pot kind of thing and it's truly amazing when you actually have access to it when it's time to access those pots, it almost feels like free money <laughs> Right, because you've not actually, you know, added that to your calculations, to your net worth or anything like that. Right, it's just in a hidden pot. So, what I would encourage people to do is, from December the twenty-sixth, right, create your pot for December uh, the twenty-fifth of the next year. And if you get paid every single month, put some money towards it. And it could be the thing is because you've got twelve months, it could be as small as a five pounds, ten pounds, mm-hmm. twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. Thirty dollars or whatever you can afford, that doesn't affect you in any way, shape, or form. Set it up. Set up a direct, direct debit to actually move money into this pot, and you would be shocked. Come uh even October twenty twenty four, you will actually have a pretty decent amount of money in there. Um, and then you can use that. I and mean, trust me, it really does feel like free money because you've not accounted for it all year. Hmm.
1: But you have planned ahead for a whole year, which is brilliant um no I definitely echo that um uh well Monzo's just got some free advertising but such is life but they are really good I use them as well and one thing just just to clarify for the listeners who's maybe not used things like this before those separate pots where you can put money into those are not separate accounts so it's not like creating an account to your credit uh history or cr- credit file or anything like that
0: Oh, absolutely, yes. These are just pots within one account. Um, and it's a very, very popular um, strategy that a lot of these challenger banks mm. was use. So, you know, as we said, Monzo is one of the ones that I, I've used. And there's others out there as well, like Starling Bank, et cetera, et cetera. But most platforms now will give you the optionality of creating these pots.
1: Hmm. Love it, love it, love it, man. That's such a, a golden, um, yeah, golden nugget there. So for all our listeners, man. Um, if you haven't set something like that up um and you wanna prepare for and and as Jack said, it's not just for Christmas. That was my question, obviously, but you can prepare for so many other things um that you know at some point you're going to spend money on. Uh, so Jack's, for example, obviously a driver, I know I'm gonna spend money at some point on insurance and stuff like that. So put money aside for when that comes, boom. So it doesn't feel like, you know. Um, I have to di- directly take out money from my paycheck when that insurance time comes, for example.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, um, one of the ways a lot of people I know use sinking funds very effectively um, is, you know, it's usually cheaper to pay for certain things on a yearly basis. Mm, exactly. Um, yeah. And if you try to spread it across over like 12 months with the provider, they will charge you interest. Um, so what I know some people to do is they will still pay on a yearly basis, but they will set up a direct debit to pay themselves yeah. um, on a monthly basis, and then at the at the end of the year or whenever the year the time comes, they will just use that money to pay for wherever that thing is exactly, um, and and they wouldn't have had to pay the interest to the bank. So yeah, you can use it very effectively, and that's just a golden nugget right there.
1: <laughs> no, I love it, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Nah, Jacks, man. Um, unless you got anything else, I'm gonna let you go there. But um, yeah, man, hopefully a good useful listen uh listen for all of those that's been able to tune in, man. Um and yeah, hopefully you can implement some of what you've heard as well. And Jax, until the next time, remember stay, all. Stay well.